How you doing tonight? Come on, I said, how are you doing tonight? Staycation 2021, come on and make some noise. I, 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 am <laughs> I am excited to be here tonight with you all. Uh, when I got here, Pastor Brombeck said to me, uh, Octavius, I want you to know that they are led. Uh, and so I want to know, was he correct or what? That don't sound like, that don't sound like, it's like you're okay, you're all right. I want to know, is anyone lit in here tonight? Make some noise. Now, I looked, I was looking around when I came in and I noticed all the young people were down here. But then there was a group of people up there. And so we're going to try something here tonight. <laughs> Y'all, are you guys ready? We need to know you. Are you all lit up there? Make some noise. <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, I, I, I am a little nervous. I also shared this with your pastor that I'm a little nervous um, coming in here tonight. I had a meeting. First, I started off with Zumba. At 6 o'clock, I had a Zumba meeting, uh, and, I, and no one really showed up, so I had to get out there with everyone and, and begin to do Zumba. Uh, but also, I had a meeting at 6.30 as well. Uh, I told them at 6 o'clock we had Zoom. I did a 15 minutes. I sweated. I'm still sweating a little bit from that right now. Uh, but thank God. But then I had to rush into another meeting at 6.30. Um, I have not been in my sanctuary yet. Um, and so this is my first time in the sanctuary preaching to a congregation. And so you all got to help me, make me feel good, make me feel at home, amen. Make some noise one more time, amen. I've been talking to a screen all for the last uh, 16 months. I've been looking at a screen. That's why I'm preaching now, looking at the screen. I can't even look at you all. Um, and trying to get my laptop back on here. Uh, I... I I want to tell my story a little bit before we get started. I met your pastor about two years ago, Pastor Brumbeck. Uh, about two years ago, we came together and began uh, to just become buddies, become friends. And he shared his story and I shared my story. And my story was a little different from his. If you saw me when I was your age, around about 16, uh, 17, 18, I, I was not where you're sitting right now. Uh, I was doing some things that was not pleasing to God. Uh, but God is so wonderful. He's so powerful. He's so amazing that no matter who you used to be, God can turn your life around. No matter what the things that you've done and the places you've gone, God can turn your life around. And so uh, I was shared, I was told that I have to go and look at Daniel chapter, uh, chapter 3. Am I right? And so that's why I want us to go and take a look at um, tonight. I don't know what's going on. My computer don't even want to act right, you all. Come on, can you pray for me? Just place the musicians are gone. Oh, my God. <laughs> if you all would just take a moment, just pray for us. Just stretch out your right hand right now. Pray for Pastor Smith and his laptop. Come on, right now. Make some noise. Just start praying. I want to hear you. Pray. Ask God to move right now in the name of Jesus. I, I believe there is a word for you. Come on, amen. 
Jesus' name. So go ahead to Daniel chapter 3, verse 16. Amen. Verse, I want to begin at uh, verse number 16, Daniel's chapter 3, verse number 16. My lovely wife, uh, Lakeisha Smith, she's been my best friend. She's my high school sweetheart. She's sitting right over there. Amen. 27 years. We have three wonderful daughters, one 27, one uh, is 19, another is 16, about to be 16 in a few more days. And so we praise God for them. Let us pray. God, we thank you tonight for this opportunity. We thank you tonight for uh, this moment that you allowed us to come together and share. God, I thank you for these exciting and lit youth tonight who come just praising you and not ashamed to give you glory and praise and honor. And we thank you for them. We thank you for the leadership of this house, oh God. We thank you for the music ministry and everyone else, oh God, who makes sure that this will happen, oh God. Bless this word. God, open our hearts, open our minds, open our ears to hear what you have for us. In Jesus' name, and everybody together say amen. Um, Daniel chapter uh, 3, verse number 16. I'm going to read all the way to verse number 23. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego replied, O Nebuchadnezzar, We do not need to defend ourselves before you. If we are thrown into the blazing furnace, the God whom we serve is able to save us. He will rescue us from your power, your majesty. But even if he doesn't, we want to make it clear to you, your majesty, that we will never serve your gods or worship the gold statue you have set up. Verse 19, Nebuchadnezzar was so furious. He was so hot. He was so mad. He was such in a rage with Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego that his face became distorted with rage. He commanded that the furnace be heated seven times hotter than usual. Then he ordered some of the strongest men of his army to bind Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego and throw them into the blazing furnace. So they tied them up and threw them into the furnace, fully dressed in their pants, their turbans, their robes, and other garments. And because the king in his anger had demanded such a hot fire in the furnace, The flames filled the soldiers. The flames killed the soldiers as they threw the three men in. So Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, securely tied, fell into the roaring flames. I want to stop right there. If you all work with me, y'all got to talk back. I'm used to talking back. So if I say something that you 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 really really like it to hit you just make some noise amen just say amen or something hallelujah thank you jesus but say something back to me let me know you're there but i would like to talk on this subject today when the heat is on uh, to look at somebody look at your friend and say when the heat oh my god come on we're going to try this again <laughs> when the heat is on we're going to try it right here when the heat is on can you all say it when the heat is on? Come on, mom and dad and papa. Can y'all help me out and just say when the heat is on? Uh, that's what I want to talk about today. When, when you hear this phrase, the heat is on, it, it, it simply means this, y'all. There's a lot of pressure to do or achieve something. When you hear the term or the statement when the heat is on, it means that the pressure is on. 
And I want you, this generation, to understand something. In this sacred space, this sacred space tonight, in this room, you are under a great deal of pressure. Repeat after me, and I want you to say it just like me. Pressure! pressure. I know it's pressure, but tonight we're going to say it again. Pressure! Pressure, pressure, you are all, you're getting all kind of pressure. You're getting pressure to look at, look at, uh, to look a certain way. You're getting pressure to look a certain way. You got you to gotta be the right kind of skinny. You, you can't be too big. You, your hair has to be the right length or the right color. You, you're getting pressure in all kind of ways. You're getting pressure on what kind of clothes you wear, if it's, if it's, if it's cool enough or if you, you have the right brand on or if it's too loose or if it's too tight. You're getting pressure to act like act a certain way. Uh, you, you may be a little too nerdy or you're too thuggish or you're too weird. Pressure, pressure everywhere, everywhere you go. Pressure at school, pressure on the court, pressure on the field, pressure when you go out and hang out with your friends, pressure even when you go on the social media. Pressure is everywhere. Pressure to do certain things. You need to smoke some weed or you're not, too cool. you're, not, you're not cool enough because you don't vape. You're not cool because you're not having sex. You're not listening to the right music. Pressure. Somebody shout pressure. Pressure to react to your react. Um, to your parents a certain kind of way. You ignore everything they're trying to tell you to help you to be better. But everything else is saying you're doing the wrong thing. You're acting the wrong way. You're being pressured to believe social media more than your parents or your youth pastor. What do you do when the heat is on? When there is pressure, what do you do? Don't don't leave me now. Don't go on your phone. Please give me about five more minutes and I'm going to get out of your way. Six minutes, six minutes, six minutes. Doug and Fresh, you're on. And so we're going to let, let me go. And so y'all just work with me now. Work with me. Somebody shout work with them. Work with them. What do you do when the heat is on? Well, these three brothers, these three homies, these three friends in our text tonight who we call the three Hebrew boys, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego uh, will help us to understand what to do when the heat is on. In this biblical story, we learn about this king, this radical, this crazy man by the name of Nebuchadnezzar. He's hot. He's upset with these three young men because they weren't doing like everyone else. They weren't bowing down to his 90 feet tall and nine feet wide golden statue. When the music started playing and the beat was thumping, they did not bow down to this image. They did not worship this image like everybody else was doing. And it was at this time that the heat was on for them. What do you do when the heat is on, when there's pressure on your life? The first thing they teach us here and they show us tonight is, hear me, hear me and hear me well. It's okay to be courageously different. Do you hear me? It, it, it's okay to be courageously different. Do I need to say it one more time? It's okay to be courageously different. Now, y'all, I'm a hipster. I'm a, I, I love hip-hop music. I still listen to hip-hop music. I'm sorry. I'm saved, sanctified, and filled with the Holy Ghost. But every now and again, I like to hear me some hip-hop music. And, and, and there, was a rap, uh, there was this rap artist. He used to sing a song, I'm different. 
Yep, I'm different. And I dare you to shout it with me. Just shout, I'm different. Yep, I'm different. Come on, let's say it. Let's get a beat going on. I'm different. Yep, I'm, come on, come on. Y'all hear? Come on. Come on, say it. I can't hear you. It's okay to be different. I'm different from the world. I may not, I may be in the world, but I won't be like the world. I'm different. I don't have to act like somebody I'm not. I'm different. Yep, I'm different. I don't have to do like everybody else is doing because I'm different. And I want to challenge you tonight to be the light this world needs right now. This generation, you have an opportunity to make a major impact on the world by being different. Do y'all hear me? Say it with me one more. I'm different. Yep, I'm different. In the midst of this darkness, be different and shine. Shine by not bowing down to any of these golden images or what the world is trying to offer you. King Nebuchadnezzar was raging hot, y'all. And these three homies, these three boys, these three buddies will not, would not bow down to this image. And you always have some people out there. You always have some haters out there, folks that are watching you being different. And because you're different, they're jealous of you. And so what happened, there were some haters that saw this. And when it told King Nebuchadnezzar, Nebuchadnezzar, your boys, the ones who you lift up, uh, they are not bowing down to your statue. And Nebuchadnezzar had put the word out, everybody needs need to bow down when they hear the music playing, when the beat is bumping, everybody needs to bow down. And they did not bow down. So now he's raging hot at these three boys. And he told them, I'm going to give you all one more chance, one more chance. And if you don't serve me, if you don't serve my gods or worship this golden, stat this golden statue, you will be thrown into this blazing furnace and we'll see what, and we will see what God will be able to rescue you from my power. And this is the part I like. I'm, I'm, trying, I'm trying to get you all to understand. It's, it's pressure. I like this part right here, verse 16 through 18. It says this, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego replied, Oh, Nebuchadnezzar, we, hear me, listen to me, y'all. Come on, give me, give me your attention. We do not need to defend ourselves before you. If we are thrown into the blazing furnace, the God whom we serve is able to save us. Y'all with me right now? He will rescue us from your power, your majesty. But, 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 even if he doesn't, we want to make it clear to you, your majesty, that we will never serve your gods or worship the gold statue that you set up. So if you're taking notes or you want to hear another point, I want you to write this down. And I'm so glad I knew this God was in this when I began to see some stuff come, come up. And I saw the, 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 the thing there, I'll stand firm on the word of God, Staycation 2021. Listen, point number two, when the heat is on, have friends that will stand firm with you. 
Y'all didn't hear me. Did y'all hear me? In 2021, when the heat is on, when there's pressure, make sure you have friends that will stand firm with you. What are you saying, Pastor Smith? What are you saying? Have friends that's going to be down with you like four flat tires. Meaning we are in this together. We are all in. Through thick and thin, we are together. Have friends that are going to pray with you when the pressure is applied. Have friends that's not afraid to give God praise. Hear this. Have friends that's not, not afraid to give God praise in the midst of pressure. As a matter of fact, the more pressure that is applied, the greater your praise should be. Did you all hear me? You need to have friends that the more pressure that is applied, the greater your praise should be. Pastor Brumbeck, if you don't mind, I want to know, I want to know if we really have some radical praisers in this building. I want to know, is there anyone in here that's not afraid to praise God no matter what it is or who's around, no matter what folks are thinking? And so I want to take about, listen, if I was home, I know the musicians are here. You told me I could have my way, but I would have the musicians to crank up the music right now, and we will make a crazy sound in this place. So I just want you to imagine, use your spiritual imagination that you hear the, 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 the keyboard done tuned up, it's loud, and now you need to make a radical praise crazy sound. On the count of three, let's tear the roof off of this place. Let's get radical. One, two, three, make some noise. Now, now that, that, that was a trial run. That was a trial run. That was a trial run. In other words, see, you really can't get it all the way out if you're sitting down. It, it becomes louder. Your praise is greater when you're standing up. Because so, you can hide sitting down. So on the count of three, on the count of three, I want you all to hear. I want you all to let's tear the roof off of um, Central tonight. On the count of three, will you all help me? One, come on, are you ready? Come on, this is exactly how we know when we're ready. One, rock with me. <laughs> let's rock. One, two, one, two, three. Make some noise. We have to become radical praisers. You cannot be afraid to give God praise. No matter where you are, you, no matter who you are around, you cannot be afraid to give God praise. And you got to have some radical friends, some friends that will stand firm with you through the thick and the thin. Listen here, we're going to ride or die through this thing, bro. Sis, we're going to go through this here. You going through, I'm going to pray with you while you go through. When I'm going through, you're going to pray. If you don't have friends that will pray with you when you're going through the pressure, if you're around friends that's telling you to do the wrong thing when pressure is applied to your life, I want to let you know tonight it's time to cut them loose. It's time to now get yourself around people that when pressure is on you, they don't cause you to go in the wrong direction, but they'll tell you, lean not to thy own understanding, but in all your ways, acknowledge God and let God direct our path. Can I get a witness in here tonight? I don't want to hold you long. I don't want to hold you long. I don't know if I've been preaching 18 minutes and 36 seconds or, or my time. I, I think the clock is going down, so I... Okay, so give me five more. 
And so here it is. Let me give you the second thing he said. When the heat is on, have friends that will stand firm with you. But can I tell you the third one? I love this one too. The third one is this. When the heat is on, have crazy, firm faith. Oh, y'all, y'all, I guess that was dry. When the heat is on, you got to have crazy, firm faith. That's all right. Let, uh, now, don't shout for me. Shout, it's in the word. The brothers, these homies, these boys, they had crazy faith. It, it's right there. It's right here in the Bible, right here. It says, when he told them, if we are thrown into the blaze, they're talking to the king. They say, king, look at here. You can do whatever you want to do. We're going to believe. He says, if we are thrown into the blazing furnace, the God whom we serve, here it is, you ready, is able to save us. Uh, come on, y'all. I, I know we, I know we, we, we got crazy faith, but listen, let's, 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 just, let's really look at this thing in the natural. A furnace turned up seven times hotter than the normal. Blazing fire. As soon as you hit it, you're going to burn up. But they tell the king, king, we hear all that you say, but if you throw us in this blazer furnace, the God whom we serve is able to save us. And he will rescue us from your power. Here we have, here we have the king talking about throwing them in this fiery furnace that is turned up seven times hotter than is normal. And their response to the king is, if you throw us in there, God going to get us. God is going to take care of us. What is crazy faith, Pastor Smith? I'm so glad y'all asked. You're so great tonight. It's believing in the impossible. What is crazy faith? It's what I said earlier. Leaning not to your own understanding, but in all your ways, acknowledging God and letting him direct your path. What is crazy faith, Pastor Smith? You want to know what it is? Crazy faith is, is having God for this. I'm going to say it again. I know you missed it. You was talking, so I'm going to say it one more time. What is crazy faith? It's having God for this. <laughs> I'm going to say it one more time. What is crazy faith? It's having God for this. It, mean, it means, simply means having confidence in God. It has, in, in, in other words, you're standing on Ephesians 3 and 20 where it says, Now to him who is able to do exceedingly abundant above all that we ask and think according to the power that work, worketh within us. It, it is saying there's nothing too hard for my God. Listen, every day, every Sunday when I close out, I say this. I have a little ritual that I say, and part of the ritual says, what God can't do can't be done. Did y'all hear that? Want me to say it again? You want to hear it again? What God can't do, it can't be done. Oh! Oh! 
I'm going to say it for y'all to hear me over here. I know I'm, I'm boring you all a little bit, so I'm going to see if I can make you smile or laugh. What God can't do, it can't be done. But I had a little, a little extra out there. But if you have the faith, God has the power. Did y'all hear that part? What God can't do, it can't be done. But there, there's nothing too hard for God. So if you have the faith, God has the power. Now, you don't have the power. They didn't have the power to shield themselves from the fire. Their power came from God. And it came from God through their faith. In other words, I just preached about this. Work your faith and your faith will work for you. Did you hear that? <laughs> I like her. I'm going to take her, bro. Work your faith and your faith will work for you. Somebody shout, work it, work it, work it, work it. And so I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I know I was doing all that hollering and screaming and all that stuff. I'm so I'm going to break it down one time, two time. So here it is. I'm done. <laughs> the last point I want to say, when the heat is on, don't miss this. Always remember this. God, I heard, I heard, the, I heard him singing about it today. God will never leave you nor forsake you. Did, did you hear what I said? Amen. I don't care if you, you miss everything else I, I said. If I can just get your attention now for the last 60 seconds. If you haven't heard anything else I've said tonight, hear this. When the heat is on, because you're going to find yourself in a heated moment. When the, heated, when the heat is on, always remember this. God will never leave you nor forsake you. I heard him earlier. I heard him earlier. Earlier, he sung, he sung it so well. He said, "Faithful you are." That's what the song. He was just singing. You were just singing it with him. I will rest in your promises. Then he says, "My confidence is in your word, faithfulness." Mm. I want you all to really look at this. This is what they did. This is what happened. I'm closing. Verse 23 of Daniel chapter 3. Verse 23 says, So Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego securely tied, fell into the roaring flames. But suddenly, Nebuchadnezzar jumped up in amazement and exclaimed to his advisors, Hear this. Didn't we tie three men and throw them into the furnace? And their response to the king, yes, king, we certainly did. We sure enough did that. It's only three. Well, why in the world, he started shouting, why in the world do I see four men? Remember I told you, remember this, he will never leave you nor forsake you. The king now is looking in the furnace, and he says to his advisors, why, if we throw three in them, why do I see four of them? And all of them are untied. No matter where you find yourself at in life tangled up, know that God can untie you. 
No matter how bound you get in a situation in life, don't ever give up on God because God will not give up on you and so he will untie you. I believe why while those three brothers, those three homies were in that furnace, they weren't just sitting there. They were praying to God and they were praising God. And so I want to challenge you all tonight. If you never see me again, remember this. Don't ever stop praying. Don't ever stop giving God praise. I tell parents all the time, parents, if you hear me tonight, I I am your child, that child, that wayward child, that child that has gone astray, that child that seems as if there's no hope for. I want to tell every parent, every grandparent in here, don't give up on that child. I'm your son. I'm your daughter. I'm your grandson. I'm that one that went astray and seemed like there was no hope for. But my mother, she never gave up on me. She kept praying. She kept praying. She kept praying. And she kept praying. She kept giving God praise until one day there was no Jehovah Witness that came through my neighborhood. There was no one. One day while sitting in my neighborhood doing some stuff I shouldn't have been doing, he touched me. And I looked over at my friend. I was in my own fiery furnace in the hood doing my thing in my own furnace God came and showed up and I said to him with drugs in my hand not to use but to sell with drugs in my hand and I said to him I'm done with this nobody came to me and say do you know John 3.16 or any of that stuff no none of that it just happened just like that I said, I'm done with this. I went home to my girlfriend at the time. You know who she was. That's my wife. And I cried on her lap. And I simply said, I'm tired. I'm tired. I got up. That was a Friday. I got up that Sunday morning and went to a church that I knew our family members were going to because I never did really go to church and all that good stuff. And so I went to church. I didn't have on a suit and tie. I had on some all-white Air Force Ones, some blue Levi's, and an all-white T-shirt with no belt. Do y'all hear me tonight? Please hear me. Hear me. They, I, I've learned now, stories stick. So if you don't remember nothing else, remember my story. <laughs> so I, I walked down the aisle. And the preacher was preaching about stir up the gift that's on the inside of you. He was saying to me, there's something in you. To everyone in that congregation that night, he was telling everyone, there's something on the inside of you. I didn't care what it was. I knew I just wanted better. I wanted greater. I was coming out of my furnace. And I yield to him. And I say, I gave my life to Christ. I surrendered to Jesus. That was at 745. I'm going to show you how God worked. I went home. That morning for the 11 o'clock service, I went and picked up my wife, my girlfriend at the time, and drove her and my my oldest daughter, who was our baby girl, the only girl we had at that time, and brought her to the 11 o'clock service. She didn't know what I had done. When the pastor gave the appeal at the second service, she got up, walked down the aisle, and she surrendered to Christ. That was in 1997, and I never turned back. He's able. There's nothing too hard for God. And what I love about it, what I love about it so much is that 
I began to understand that he was willing to receive me just as I was. I thought I had to be perfect. I thought I had to have the suit and tie. I thought I needed to know Genesis to Revelation. I didn't know anything. I just know I wanted to get myself together. But that's, I, I was in my 20s then. You don't have to wait that long. Because there are some things I missed out on in life um, because I waited, I waited. Talking about, uh, it, that's for old people. <laughs> no, no. Because we don't know the day nor the hour that he's going to come. I preach. I used to preach a sermon when I was a youth pastor. I used to preach a sermon. Don't get caught slipping. Do, do you all hear me? No man nor the day nor the hour that Christ is going to return. Do you want to be ready when he returns? Don't get caught slipping. What a great stand on your feet all over this place. If that's you tonight, if you if you if you've heard something I've said tonight. You want to connect with this Jesus that we've been talking about, this Savior, this God, that's able to rescue you while in your furnace. I, I want you to step out that aisle. Don't be ashamed. Don't be afraid. You know there are some things that you need to get together. You need to reconnect or you need to connect with Christ. Today at this staycation, 2021, <laughs> it's a great, a great moment, a great time to do that. And so what I want you to do on the count of three, if you need to connect with him or you need to reconnect with him, today is that day. And on the count of three, I want you to boldly, courageously step out of that, those pews and walk down this aisle and just lift up your hands. It's not a stick up. You're just surrendering to Christ. And so on the count of three, don't you hesitate don't you have don't 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 allow the enemy to play with your mind and say don't move because they're watching you. People are gonna always watch you for the rest of your life. And so if you dictate what you're gonna do by what people are doing or what they're gonna say, you're gonna be held hostage. So on the count of three, I want you to move from out of those pews, out of that aisle. If you are, if you want that reconnection, that fresh start, that new beginning in your life, I want you to come. On the count of three, one, two. Three, come on. Come on, my brother. Come on, my sister. Come. Come on. As they come, I want you to give the Lord a hand clap of praise as they come. Come on. Come on. There's still room. There's still room. We're waiting for you. We're waiting for you. Come on. Come on. Listen. I want to give another appeal. This year, school is out. But there are some things that you've done this year that you know that wasn't so pleasing to God. Uh-oh. Your mama don't know about it. Your daddy don't know about it. The pastor don't know anything about it. Nobody knows. And that thing is haunting you at night because you know that was wrong. And you know how much you love God. But because you are trying to fit in or you want to be with the crowd, you did some things that weren't so pleasing to God. And hear me, the enemy will play with your mind if you never give it up and give it to God. How do I give it up?
Pastor Smith, I'm so glad you asked again by asking God to forgive you. And one thing you know, one thing about God, you don't have to worry about him putting it out there on social media, on Twitter, on Instagram, on Snapchat, none of that. No. Once you give it to him, he got it. That's it. But if you want to be free from that, now, Mom, Dad, if you're here and your child walked down the aisle, I want you, if you see them, just tell God thank you and leave it there. And so on the count of three, I want you to come because I don't want you to walk with this for the rest of your life through this summer. This is a staycation. You're supposed to enjoy your vacation. Amen. And so on the count of three, I want you to come. You know who you are. You know what it is. I know you're hard. I know you're cool. I know you're pretty and cute. But I want you to give it to God tonight. On the count of three, will you come? One, two, three. Come on. Come on. I'm waiting on you. I'm waiting on you. You know who you are. Come on. There you go. There you go. There you go. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Father God, we thank you right now. God, we give you praise. We give you glory. We thank you for those who come tonight to connect with you. We ask now that you renew their minds, renew their hearts, renew their spirits, oh God. As some cry out to you, God, forgive them for their sins. Oh God, I pray that you help them to understand today is a fresh start. Today is a new beginning. All the old things have passed away. And behold, they are new. God, release them from the pain. Release them from the struggle. Release them from their wrongdoing, God. As they come like David tonight, God, creating them a clean heart and renew a right spirit within them, oh God. Bless them right now from the top of their head to the soles of their feet. God, raise up great men and women tonight, God that they will not be ashamed to share the gospel. They will not be ashamed to let their light shine. Right now, God, as they come confessing to you, I want all of you to repeat after me, Lord, forgive me. Forgive me, Lord, for all things that, wasn't ple- that weren't pleasing to you. For- forgive me, God, for the things that I was being disobedient in, oh God. Forgive me. And help me now to be that man, to be that young man, to be that young woman that you have created me to be. It is in Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen, and amen. (laughs) Hear me. I need need you all to stand to your feet. Stand to your feet. I want to say this as the choir, as the music music ministry comes. Listen, look at me, look at me. Jesus loves you. You hear me? Jesus loves you. Jesus loves you. He knew it before whatever it was. He knew it. He loves you, and he's ready to release you to do great things for him. And today you have a fresh start, a new beginning. Don't go back to who you used to be. Talk the way you used to talk. Think the way you used to think. And don't worry about what people say or think. Be you. I'm different. Yes, I'm different. Be all that God has created you to be. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you all. Love you.